mic check check guys hey guys welcome to another episode of the chris coca podcast if this is your first time here you're welcome if you always listen please keep listening as you know we are here to demystify the era of the three c's accelerator change overwhelming complexity and tremendous competition and this is another month we're in another great month of august and today i'm bringing you another episode today we are going to talk about god in the midst of chaos god in the midst of chaos I, I mean, I was thinking about this topic, then actually the name, somebody reached out. I was like, I need topics for our guest. And a lady reached out and I saw it. She just sent like suggestions. And I'm like, okay, God in the midst of chaos. I was just thinking something of like God in sorrowful times or trying times. But I think um, God in the midst of chaos is is good. And I have a, always, you guys know, I have amazing guests. And today I have, an amazing guest. <laughs> I guess we share something in common. We met on Instagram Live. <laughs> we did. Yeah, and did. It's, 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 it's a long story. I mean, it's interesting. We have done back and forth. I think from last year, we have been doing a lot of back and forth. And mm-hmm. finally, I've been able to get her on the podcast. I would like her to introduce herself to my listeners hi Dr. Chiefaka introduce yourself (laughs) (laughs) okay I'm suddenly shy and mic shy cleaning everyone (laughs) Um, thank you Chris for having me on your podcast Um, as the name is my name is Jamaka I am a Nigerian Igbo girl um, I don't know really what I'm supposed to talk about because usually when people say introduce yourself, I'm like, um, that's about it. I'm not sure exactly what else to say. <laughs> um, I do podcast myself. Um, I'm not as consistent as Chris. That's how I need a cane for that. But, um, we're, we're, we're trying to put things in, in, in place, but uh, we're bringing more content. I have the record and just not, not yet ready to release. Um, hopefully, I have something interesting to chat on on your podcast today. But thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate the the honor and the privilege. Mm, thank you very much, Chiamaka, the great Igbo girl. Mm, I'm looking for books. So <laughs> All right. So today's topic. Um, I know we are in, currently we are we are in a, we are in a phase of the world things are tough globally like there's a lot happening right now right from relationships to finances to like figuring out what you want in career i know in nigeria you have something called like we have national service in ghana like your ncc or nyc yeah nyc nyc nss i mean right after that like you have people going through trying times and it is life the truth is like life is tough and most of us have not come to understand that life is tough but in the midst of all this 
there is the god factor we need to always have and for me this episode i wanted to be for someone who it's not that they are they are bad christians or they are just bad people people are actually good people but life can just break you and test your faith and question your faith that you don't know how to like move on with stuff so for me like that was like the inspiration even when i saw the title i'm like okay god in the midst of chaos because things are happening how you're rushing behind everything fast how can we still keep focused on this so but let me even ask you the first question god in the midst of chaos what comes to your mind i mean when i just asked you about the topic god in the midst of chaos what comes to your mind (laughs) i I feel like this is like the story of my life um because as you mentioned sometimes we i mean life life um life strings you out right um sometimes it could expose the worst version of you other times it could expose the best version of you um but the way i'm beginning to see it i've not always seen it that way ah please my phone wants to mess about it looks like we're going to change my laptop i'm sorry because it's beginning to overheat. i'm really sorry <laughs> Uh, let's pause. <laughs> Listeners, we are pausing and we are switching. So let's pause. Good. Yeah, so uh Chemaka, you were just saying about life when I asked you what is when you hear God in the midst of chaos, what comes to mind? Sorry about your phone going up and down i'm sure our listeners understand um, <laughs> it's already now we are having god in the midst of chaos and we're having chaos recording this episode <laughs> i like how you think that oh my okay. god okay <laughs> so i saw something today that was interesting because i feel like it kind of it ties in um, nicely with the conversation we're going to have this evening um i think this was shared by um a guy called Wesley Adi on Instagram and I thought oh God you have a very funny sense of humor um, because I will tell you what led to this in a second so I'm going to read it out and I will try and relate to the conversation that we, we have um, to have this evening and he says um, every believer is anointed and has a calling of God on their life but not every believer allows the fairy trials to authenticate that calling I would love to tell you that there's another way, but it doesn't exist. For that oil to flow, there must be a question. And for me, the way I see chaos is, I think the line that stuck to me was, for there to be oil, there has to be question. Sometimes certain chaotic experiences that you have, it unveils, again, this is dependent on the way you take it on board. It unveils a layer of God that you haven't experienced. It also unveils a layer of you that you haven't been introduced to just yet. Uh, but everything is just dependent on how we are receptive to case. And I tell you, I wouldn't lie, you are kidding if I say to you that myself, I'm I'm a warm receptor of you know chaos. Um, I often get upset with God. I get mad at him and I wonder why he would allow such a thing to happen to his daughter. And you know, it's interesting because this evening I was just having a conversation with my friend and 
in retrospect, I thought, who am I to ask you a question for? The conversation was about, you know, growing up, they've asked you to not do certain things and you're obliged to wear the good girl, the church girl, and then somehow the people who did all those interesting stuff feel as though their life was, or their life is, you know, going through a certain trajectory and you're wondering, God, I'm still here in this chaotic place. How is it that me that was, you know, I don't want to say the good girl, but me that tried to be obliged and respect and do the things expected of us, we're still trying to find our way. And some other person looks like they sorted it out. And I'm reminded, especially in today's reading, that um, today's reading reminded us of different things, of the need to have firm trust, of the need to have faith, and of the need to understand what priorities that are important to you as a person. So where there's oil, there has to be crushing. And it has to do with how you accept the crushing. Um, one of the things that I pray to God for these days is because by yourself, even though you desire it, but when you think it comes from you, the, coming from you here, I mean, it's the ability to withstand stress, the trial, the chaos comes from you. You're going to feel and feel woefully. But when you remember that sometimes there's a bigger picture, but then the grace to actually see that bigger picture doesn't come from God's of God. It makes the body lighter. So where there's chaos, just ask God for grace. I'm asking God for the same things just to help me through the chaos. Even when I don't see it, just to keep believing, to keep trusting that the picture is clear and he knows what he's doing. God always knows what he's doing and his timing is perfection. So how do I see, back to the question that you asked me, how do I see it? If there's no chaos, sometimes there isn't, an, there isn't a newer level or a new level. There isn't an unveiling, there isn't new oil. So to get there, we ask for grace and to know that it doesn't rest on you. You need God to walk through the chaos with you. Wow. I, I love the introduction you have already given. Chaos brings to you a new layer of God you haven't experienced yet. And chaos also brings to you a new layer of you you don't know yet. Hmm. Now, um, I, I like the fact that you mentioned that we who try to... This is those of you who are standing, pray you do not fall. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know I know that kind of bugging. Like you are telling God, God, I did all that and why? Mm-hmm. Is that is that you don't diligently reward those who seek you? I mean seek you. Yeah. You can actually get to um that faith. So thank you for the introduction to um um this. And I mean your three points, I mean, for there to be oil, there needs to be crushing layer of God you haven't experienced yet a love you you haven't experienced or you do not know yet I want you to take each of them one by one in relation to your chaotic experience or how you found God in chaos in your life so first of all let's start from the bottom when chaos happened to you what layer of you did you realize you didn't know and that like looking back you realized ah this has made me know xyz and now i am now so so and so because of what i went through i mean most of us will hear 
the things you whatever doesn't kill you make you stronger all those kind of things but like in a more yeah we are tired of that <laughs> but like um looking back I wish I, things yeah go ahead yeah i wish i could say to you oh yeah my own crushing I'm, i've already discovered where it's taking me to no i have <laughs> i haven't i'm still discovering i'm still trusting i'm learning let me not say trust i'm learning to actually trust god um because i realized in this in that chaotic moment that all those times that i profess oh i trust you i surrender to you that i think quite realize what i was talking about right, right. um so there there are a lot of sorry did you want to say something no 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 i'm listening to you yeah so when we speak about chaos there was <laughs> where do i start but i think the one that was particularly um was like my own erica moment like something went off and for me that was the reason why i started i started my podcast um this happened just before covid and yes um it's not something that i have publicly shared before and so as i say in my own podcast i'm letting you in my own space but for me that was that was something it was my own kicker moment and, and i would say it was my own refining moment um that started the journey and that journey i'm still on so this was the year was 20 2020 the month january so um i got a very hefty breakfast i don't know if you guys are familiar with this slang when someone say says to you that you chop breakfast I don't know whether you're familiar with it oh yeah last lad <laughs> in don't cast now everybody go chop breakfast absolutely <laughs> you feel me <laughs> you chop breakfast <laughs> you have a conversation the breakfast you go rich everybody hey <laughs> You reach me, reach me. You reach me, you reach me. I think before this episode, I'll have to put the starting of that song, last, last. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, and and it was something that I didn't expect because I thought that was going to be it. I thought that you know, um, we had gotten to the point. We everything was just making sense. I didn't know. were conversations that had started and then just like that felt like someone just pulled the rug from under my feet and for a long time I was numb I didn't know what to feel but I would say to myself I was all right but the truth was I didn't know what I was all right I didn't know what it was I was feeling I just knew that something was just not quite right and you know that period also unveiled something about myself i think god wanted to use that opportunity to shine lights in areas of my life that needed work the things that i probably he had subtly mentioned it to me before and i didn't think it was such a big deal but that time it didn't come all at once it came at a different time and you know funny thing is it happened and then covid came and it was in the heat of me trying to wrap up my doctorate so there was just a lot of things happening at the same time and i didn't know how to shelve one to start another but 
I learned how to treat. I, I wouldn't say I learned. I think largely was God's grace because at that time I got grace to shelve one thing and just focus on one the important thing, which at that time was trying to complete doctorate. And you know, at that point as well, I was being told, "Oh yeah, don't finish. I would not get my doctorate and all of that." So everything was hitting me from different angles. And I remember the news the day I got the news because that one just happened, and then not too long after I went to meet my supervisors and went, "Oh yeah, yeah, you're not gonna finish. You're gonna finish." I'm like, "What? What are you all about? I've been on this journey since, and they're telling me something that I'm not about to understand." And I remember that day for me, I left the meeting, got into the lift, dropped my notepad, and then literally. I was crying that day because it was just a combination of emotions that I was ex- having, experiencing, you know, feeling. Everything was happening, and I remember that I left my office, went downstairs, went straight to the chapel. It was a cold winter evening. It was freaking cold that day. I got into the chapel and I laid down on the floor, the cold floor. and i was i was sobbing uncontrollably and i said to god i didn't start if you didn't want me to finish this journey you wouldn't have brought me to this point i'm not even going to ask you about other things that are happening this one is the one that is my own concern i don't know how to move from here i don't know where to go from here how am i going to tell my folks that can't finish what's what kind of drama is that you know and i cried i couldn't pray i could i just i was being you know, bawling my eyes out i didn't care if anybody walked in and here's the funny thing now usually during winter it gets dark really early and the, the church was dark and i i usually get scared it's funny i usually get scared going into the church when it's dark because you know all the statue and everything it just your mind just starts playing tricks on you and all but that day it didn't matter because the chapel was dimly lit i went in sat down and rather laid down and i cried cried and cried and cried and i got up i wiped my tears and i went to find something to eat and it felt as though in that moment of chaos after i cried i think God gave me this I felt as if God gave me the warm embrace and told me I get up come and start going where you're going to you have you have a journey that is in front of you that you have to finish and unless I'm not God you're, you're going to finish that journey so I got up and I, how I finished is another story because this is me literally having to write my thesis in I don't even know how many months. Now yes, I, I was writing it, you know, in bits and pieces all the while, but then having to write up everything and submit a deadline in I don't even want to tell you how long. So that moment of chaos was God telling me that I care about everything that worries you. And I want you to know that even in this chaos when it feels like your world is spinning into a thousand a thousand different layers but I'm the one that holds it all together I'm still God 
and then I was the one that brought you on this journey. So I'm going to lead you on to finish. So for me, I think that moment of chaos was what helped me to see a glimpse of God, which is that God is all sufficient. He's enough for you. At every moment that you, wherever that you are, he's enough. He's my enough. So that's unveil that aspect of God that I probably have been seeing but never quite recognized. But that was unveiled for me that moment. And then my enough was enough for me. It wasn't easy. I'm not going to tell you that everything was, oh yeah, all, you know, hickory jerkery from that point. No, it wasn't. But he gave strength sufficient enough for every little moment every passing day, every frustrating period, every day that your head was knocked up and you didn't know what to write or say, every time that my heart broke and broke again and broke again, every shed, every cry or tear I shed, that he gave me something to hold on to. It was enough for me at that time. And it was, thinking back, thinking back to that moment, it feels surreal but it's also beautiful as to how God can heal things in time. I don't know if I'm properly healed. That is the story for another day. <laughs> but I'm still here. And I believe that God has something better for us. So that is my story about the chaos and the story of discovering the God of I, I like the part where you said um, this chaos made you discover a different level of God. Um, I mean, you probably you probably knew, but you didn't pay attention to that God is still God. And I like the fact that, I mean, your consolation message was, I care about everything that worries you or that bothers you. And God himself will finish what he starts in your life so i think this is a key message um everybody should take that god cares about every single thing about you and will definitely finish what he has started in your life now you have revealed to us or you have told us um the layer of god you discovered i mean now what layer of you did you discover within that period what did you get to learn about yourself and how did you like grow or how how like you said you are not you are not completely healed or you are not done here but like looking back what layer of yourself or what do you think you have become like in what areas do you think you have become better i think one of the key aspects that i don't know if i'm better for it but i'm still praying to be better or you're better one of the things I hope so. <laughs> um, so two things. One was the place of friendship. Me being as me as a friend and someone else who friends to me. I don't know if that makes any sense. So me being friends to someone and someone being a friend to me. I think this particular area was something that really took me a while to understand um i didn't have a lot of friends growing up i was a loner right and i was okay being a loner 
very okay. I think my first, what I would say, the first time I actually made a friend that I would say, okay, this is my friend, or sometime in just three. But that friendship was very funny because for whatever reason, people, people's eyes were always in my friendships in months that I managed to make. And they would always want to find a way to, you know, start everything. But this individual was my friend and then we kind of fell apart and then never quite got back to where we used. And then I went to university and then I met another friend who eventually became my sister. I would call her my sister because it's the first time that someone shared for me like she did. Um, we've come a long way. We're not always talking, but every time when we speak, we catch up. And I think he gave me an, um, an unrealistic expectation of what a friend is because I'm, I would want to assume that I'm the kind of friend I would want to assume. Maybe my friends can now, you can interview them and find out if I'm that kind of person. I would want to assume that I'm the kind of person that when I say you're important to me, I show you, right? So what that's made me now, I had, I placed unnecessary expectations on people. I wouldn't say unnecessary, but maybe my own expectation, like what I thought I would do for them. I was expected it to be recruited back. Absolutely, yes. But at that moment, it didn't quite happen. In fact, <laughs> the people that I told her was doing it, did you know, I don't know that it was the case of them not knowing how to help me or them not even seeing it as important. So for a long time, I held resentment in my heart. I'm like, are you serious? If it was me, I would find a way to be with you. And somehow, in this moment, like, I'm find, I'm looking for you people and I don't know how to hold on to you. So I was resentful. I was very resentful and I'm very angry. But I also learned that that was COVID. People were dealing, that was much later. People were dealing, people have their own stuff they're also dealing with. And that not, the world doesn't revolve around me. As much as I would want people to treat me a certain kind of way, because in my head I'll treat them a kind of way, I should also make allowances for whatever that is going on in people's life. If people remember you, that's good. If they don't remember you, don't use that experience to discount them. Um, for me, I like to give you a benefit of doubt that there has to be something that has happened or had happened in that moment that made you not be there for me as I have wanted you to be. And I mean, it was actually true because much later when certain conversations were had, my friends were dealing with their own bits and bobs. And then I just started feeling stupid because I'm like, can you imagine? And I was like, you know, trying to lash out when everybody had whatever it is that they were dealing with so it gave me a different different understanding of you know friendship yes we want people to be with us be there for us but sometimes it doesn't always work that way when 
you have a certain expectation and doesn't fulfill don't write people off hold brief for them because of the history you have with them and they maybe have if it, if it's still hurting you and you're still feeling resentful have a conversation with them because i think it helps to embody you and it helps you to also get some clarity as to really what is going on yes there are some people that take people for granted i'm not even going to um underestimate that but i think it also comes through in conversations when you speak to the person how the person comes off or takes on board the feedback that you're giving but don't just write people off because they weren't there for you when you were going through a hard time give benefit of doubts if you're still upset about it have a conversation with that friend all right all right thank you very much for um giving us i mean sharing with us how or what you learned about yourself putting high expectations on people now another question i want to ask now chaos has happened you shared your story you went to cry in the chapel and you felt or telling you that he is with you now that part happens to everybody the chaos has happened you have prayed about it you you feel whether you feel encouraged or don't feel encouraged the sad truth about life is you have to move on and that period is kind of tough so now in your situation i mean after you spend time praying and now you you feel like at peace and you feel the you felt the warm embrace of god there's a fresh morning waiting for you there's another mm-hmm. day waiting for you how mm-hmm. do you keep waking up every single day and talking yourself through the spirit to come out like you know i mean let's if i just want to go biblical the israelites when they were complaining about egypt egypt they stayed in the desert god did not even mind them now you have left egypt you are not yet at the promised land <laughs> so you are you are, like chaos has happened to you it has already happened you are recovering but you have not recovered you are healing but you have not you are not yet healed you are trying to fix things but things are not yet fixed you are in that middle where it's like nothing everything is still you are side you are suffering from the side effects how did you wake up every day with hope and looking forward like still keeping god in the center of your life and not giving up your faith is the question too long or too much or is it I, I understand your question i'm just trying to take it all in yeah um i definitely had i i think as interval i still have my egypt moments and that's the honest truth yeah and there are days i wake up and i'm like what's the point <laughs> you know um but then there are days and i wake up and i remind myself what's about the reason why i started why did i start in the first place um i remember the sacrifices that i have made myself and every other person that has made sacrifices for me as well but more importantly i would not underestimate the value of prayer now this is not even the prayer i said for myself because there were days when i couldn't even pray for myself So when I say prayer I would say intercessors it's always good to have people who 
intercede for you. It's great to have people who pray for you. <laughs> Because you would not always you would not always have the power and that's I don't know if this happens to everyone. You would not always have there's some days that you feel drenched, drained everything and you are not in the mood to pray. So this is when those intercessors come in and fill the gap for you. And my intercessors, my intercessors at this time, and at different points when I was in Egypt, was my mom. My mom prayed a lot for me. Um, I had this friend as well who prayed for me. There were days when. I would be feeling all sorts of pain, and I wouldn't even understand what I was feeling. And I would call her, and she would pray. There are some days when she finished praying, I'm like, okay, and so what? You get. But yeah. then somehow, somehow, you you don't know whether the energy or whatever courage comes from when you continue on the journey. So I had that. I had intercessors. I had people who prayed. I know that my mother booked masses. Priests who were praying for me. My mom was praying. She was praying. And that also gave me power to pray for myself sometimes. When I got out of that rut, and then I'll come back again and start praying and praying. And then sometimes I lose steam and all of that. So intercessors are important. But more importantly, um. I prayed for God to help me to forgive myself and the person. And you see this thing they say about forgiveness. Yeah. You think it's just oh, you say I forgive you. It's a lie. It's a big lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Um. It took. It took a long, long time. It took a long time to actually let go. It took a long time, and this is me who thought that I was a forgiving person, but it did not happen like that. So, being able to let go because my mother, my grandmother used to say something when someone that is holding herself. Does not know that she's actually when you when you choose to forgive somebody you're holding yourself but you don't know that you are actually holding yourself because it's for un- unforgiveness when you have or harboring unforgiveness in your heart you're blocking God's message and then you're constantly in annoyance you're constantly angry you're constantly vexed in fact sometimes you even get jealous when something happens to somebody else because you've not dealt with what it is that is doing you. So learning to forgive, and it's not going to be easy. It's just again knowing that you can't do it by yourself. Asking God for grace to forgive. Forgetting her, I also realize. I no, hold on. That's the thing about me. I realize in that second. I realize that when I actually have forgiven, I don't even remember what exactly you did to me anymore. I know you did something to me, but I can't now say okay, is this this I can't. Like if you tell me to recount the story of what this person did, I don't remember it anymore. And I'm not trying to be funny or anything. 
I just realized I didn't know. I really, really, didn't, really, didn't, I really didn't know that that was what it was. It was much later. I'm like, actually, this is what is happening. When I have actually said I forgive you, yeah. truly, it's not just word of mouth. I can't remember exactly what you did to me. I might be able to say, oh, this and that, but like the actual thing that broke me or made me upset, I won't be able to remember anymore. And I'm happy I don't remember. I'm actually happy that I don't remember the details. Let it, you know, let it just go. And then community, community. Um, sometimes that you're down and out, it's good to have people that you can go and draw strength from. When you can't, when you're down, finished and out, people that can pour into you, can water you and tell you to keep going. So I had that as well. So in a nutshell, what kept me going? First of all, I had intercessors that were praying. When I couldn't pray, people who helped me to pray, people who prayed that I received the energy to pray, I asked God to help me to forgive the person and myself. I also had community, people who allowed me to draw from them when I was finished, like gone, who allowed me to draw strength and say, oh yeah, take, continue pushing. And then more, more than anything, to continue to take one day at a time. Sometimes I forget all of these things. Sometimes I honestly forget. But sometimes the Holy Spirit reminds me, this is where you are coming from. This is where you are now. You know, so the gift of taking it one day at a time, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to magically disappear like a wand, but it's going to happen a day at a time, a day at a time. And you're not going to probably see, you might not think you're making progress, but you're making progress. Some days it feels as if you've gone back 500 steps back. One of the things I learned last year was begin again when you fall start again and trust me last year i don't know how many times i started again <laughs> you fall again start again <laughs> and this year i'm still starting again when you when you fall off the when you fall off and you're not in alignment start again say holy spirit yes i didn't finish this happening but i'm starting again yes it did not happen the way i wanted it to happen i'm starting again so it's a year of beginnings learn to start again it's not going to be easy this is where the god part comes in but when god like i said before god cares about everything everything the littlest thing about you he cares so when you put it out there in word of prayer and said amen it shall be done for you you have to believe and have faith that it will be done oh i am touched I am I am touched begin again. I think that's like my key takeaway from the you know the one thing I've learned I usually when something just doesn't go well I just leave it. I'm not even going to touch it again because like that frustration of like doing it over and over again but I think I was doing like one novena like you 
and I missed one day. I'm like, I'll continue, Lord, I'll continue. I'll not start again. As from beginning, from the beginning, <laughs> I don't think I'll do. I'll just continue and catch up. I'll see that prayer again. But I think um, begin again is something I I will reflect on myself because we we as a generation, I think we are the generation where we like to throw things away when it doesn't work on the first try just just dump it that, that that kind of thing cut it off cut him off like everything cut 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 leave leave it run away if thing is not working but the begin again and yeah doesn't matter um what happens when you fall when you fail start again begin again chiamaka hmm. you have you have you you allowed us into your space <laughs> I think I'll this. this one I'll have to share the audio recording with you so that you put on your podcast. So you back. I I I love this, and for me, I think it's is a good thing for giving us God in the midst of chaos. Life is tough. Life will come at you, but that that prayer which you have actually mentioned, not even you praying for yourself, having that intercessory or having intercessors praying for you having that kind of bond of friendship of people who you can trust the community praying for you and gradually you can also begin to pick up for yourself so um yeah there's a lot to learn from this i am i am i am i am solemn right now but anyway i would like you to give us um final words conclusion like final words to someone in chaos right now anything for that mm. person or those people hey mm. mm. i'm trying to sound like a yoda but i don't have yoda word. <laughs> um, so i think one of the deepest things that you eventually get to appreciate i think when when you get when you're in chaos um when you're if you're experiencing any sort of chaos, um, I want you to I want you to play this song. It might sound very cliche, but I don't know for whatever reason this song blesses me. But it's called "New Wine" by Hillsong. New wine. It okay. says, "New wine in the crushing, in the breaking, you are making new wine." So God is the master refiner. God is the God of process. Sometimes through chaos, he reveals and unveils and restores. Have an attitude of faith. And you know, this thing I'm saying, I'm also saying it to myself. When you're experiencing chaos, have an attitude of faith. Because that is saying to God, despite everything, in spite of all, I trust you. I have history with you. I've been here with you before. You did it yesterday. You did it before. I know that you will do it again. So have an attitude of faith. When you are in chaos, know that God, God's got you. God's got you because you have a history with him. And he will do what he said he would do at his own time. Learn to, learn to take it a day at a time. I think one of the things that I still go through this at different points is comparing my journey with some other people's journey. 
and sometimes when you compare you start having this imposter syndrome. I feel like you're not supposed to be where you're where you are know that your journey is again as I say this to you I'm saying it to myself I'm reminding myself your journey is unique God created only you just you on this earth you're not to even twins are unique in themselves so because you're unique your journey is unique and that's the special thing about you so take it a day at a time one step at a time it doesn't matter how long it takes you to get there appreciate the journey be present in it because these are things that you would reflect back on these are those moments are moments you would hold on to when you right so let's appreciate your journey because god doesn't do things just because of right remember what i said about having an attitude of faith but not just an attitude of you need to have the right attitude through chaos is hard though very very hard but again you're not if you're joining with god it's not going to be as hard um you would have strength to conquer or to see through the journey so when you go through your chaos being the moment because these are more moments these are things you need to refer back to um these are your testimonies this is how you know this is your own unique peculiar journey right that nobody else has only you has that journey that you're going to refer back to when you tell the story about what god has done for you but especially when a bigger chaos would come these are things that will remind you that because he did it before that you will still do it again so be present in your chaos be present in it learn to learn to take it a day at a time and please don't compare your journey see as i speak to you i am speaking to myself don't compare your journey with some other person's journey your journey is unique there's just one you on this earth and there was a reason God made only you so your own journey will be very unique very peculiar very specific don't try and compare your journey and the truth is God is a God of process right, right. so as you're going through your chaos there's something that he's trying to get out the thing is we don't always see it but he knows what he's doing he knows what he's doing so go through the process be present in your process your your chaos don't compare your journey with some other person's journey it's hard not to why humans why humans it's hard not to compare journeys just this evening i compared self but when you see when you when that's that's spirit of comparison starts to come in say god i give this one to you i don't know anything about it i give it to you i surrender you said we should come those who are heavy burden you give us rest so this one i'm giving to you please give me rest i cannot think about it again i don't see the picture of the god that sees everything and he will take care of everything as he always does in his own time wow 
this is this is awesome i was reading um this reflection on it's called pockets of trust and i mean that's what you have just said when like doubts and all these things come you can just say god i don't see the bigger picture i leave it to you so like every single day you try to give something out if you see comparison is entering or it's coming into your life you're comparing your journey to others god i give up this comparison to you it's hard but i still give it up to you help me i don't see the bigger picture and i like that god is a god of process and it reminds me of i think one reflection all trials i mean if you um, i'm catholic and chemaka is catholic i know you if you pray the um, sorrowful mystery the fourth one the carrying of the cross jesus christ's cross right there's this reflection i saw that still sticks with me it says all trials purify us and lead us into a deeper response of god's call in our life and that's like closely related to what you said that god is a god of process so i mean we've been in that journey appreciating our chaos and being present no appreciating the journey in the chaos and being present in the chaos um chemaka you have really given us god in the midst of chaos listeners i hope you enjoyed our time with uh, chemaka and i just want to say thank you chemaka for making time we've had like one year of back to back when i come on our podcast when i come back back but finally i go here on the podcast we have been ghosting one year so it's oh my god interesting how i i met her it was just instagram comments live <laughs> and yeah i believe she has allowed me to have space less space so i'm waiting for her. <laughs> and i just want to say i appreciate i appreciate the, that and i hope we have all learned from this So I mean I want this podcast this episode especially to be a form of encouragement to every single one of you out there um remember if you not take anything from this podcast remember that you can begin again remember that every chaos you go through there's a layer of god god wants you to experience and there's a layer of you god wants you to know so as you know we are here to demystify there are the three Cs accelerate a change overwhelming complexity and tremendous competition my check bye guys until next epic episode